When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch and Under. I'm Matty Peveril with Marky D. As always, how are you going, mate? Check, check, one, two, check, check, one, two. How are we going? It's starting to sound like <laughs> that Will Smith song. What's that? The, uh, switch? Switch. Yeah, Switch. That's it. <laughs> Talk about that, Switch. Does that the song that he released from the movie Hitch? I don't know, but I'm just thinking, like, did, that, did, like. did Nintendo Switch, um, did they use that song by no, Will Smith? because most people that play Nintendo Switch, I mean, I've got a Switch, but, like, most people who oh. play Switch were born way after that song. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it would be a great marketing ploy. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm doing really well, man, because I'm, like, I'm pretty fired up this week. Uh, all I've heard is because we lost the game, right? And it's Jabriskie's threw the game away 110%. But all I've heard is that Mike Tomlin's going to the Panthers. I just don't understand and where that room has come from. And all I've heard all week is that Mike I Tomlin is this weird ESPN or Bleacher article or something. I saw that like a week ago. And then it's funny. It started rolling around the YouTube podcast, social media. It's all over the shop now. Whatever. Everyone's man. saying that Tomlin has a chance to be traded to the Panthers. And they're saying, and the, the fire Tomlin crew is so happy. And I was like, Oh boy, here we go. Here we but go. I, like, but it's like what I said um, to you when you were doing your broadcasting live on Steeler Nation Australia, um, you know, which is an awesome platform that you've, you, you've been running for years, like, and Facebook side as well. And, and, and that's where the group sort of sits. Really, like, for listeners of this show, audio or um, 
you know, on YouTube and Facebook right now. It's an awesome platform, you know, Mark accepts people from not just Australia. So, you know, definitely jump in there. But like no I, Bengals fans, though. I don't like Bengals fans. <laughs> you can't go yeah. But but <laughs> like as I said to you all, I'd like I've got to try and I'd have to go and try and pull a comment up and the audio would switch over. But like as I said to you, like fine. If if Tomlin fans, Tomlin haters, sorry, trade them to the Panthers for like three or four picks, right? Lose for five years by drafting people, but having to then mm. you know trade people away all the time because you're not doing anything, and then you'll be needing to trade future round draft picks back to try and get Tomlin back or another good coach somewhere along the line, and we'll be the five to ten years with just losing seasons. Like the idea of doing that is ludicrous. Who who is going to take over? That's free right now. I don't, I don't know. You're not going to take know. Belichick. Frank Reich, I don't think so. Like, why would you do? Like, it's just a stupid narrative. What, what's good? What's good? Trading away your coach when you when you you know get the draft picks and have no one to use them. You know, what are you going to promote up Matt Canada? You're going to promote up maybe possibly Brian Flores. I think it is absolutely ludicrous too that I saw this rumor starting. Uh, and and maybe uh, trade Brian, Flores. Maybe trade Flores. Brian, Brian do, Brown do says he, for, I don't think you only get picks for a head coach and coordinator. Yeah, I'm not sure, man. But you wouldn't get uh, it for a special assistant. Brian Brown says Mike Florio started that about Coach T. Yeah, I did see it. I did see it on Florio. I didn't know whether he had picked it up from somewhere else. I, I don't know. Like the whole thing. Like, legit, legit. What are the odds of that happening? I reckon it's like uh, the same odds as us for the playoffs right now, about 1%. Like, there's not well, if he's going to go to any team, because I've, I've heard people talk about different teams that would trade for him. Um, There was another team as well. Who was it? There was another, I don't, know, I don't remember who the other team was that I've seen rolling around that people were sure as eggs on. But the thing is, with the Panthers, that kind of makes more, oh, I wish I knew who the other team was. Anyway, the Panthers makes more sense because of Tepper, right? Remember Dave Tepper was the, Dave yeah. Tepper was the part owner that now owns the Panthers. So I kind of get that. But also, I, unless you were trading Brian Brian Burns and like five first round draft picks. I would just never take that deal. Like, how can you, how can you, how can you equate wins for draft picks? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, the best thing, the best thing would be whatever team he goes to in that previous coach, if Mike Tomlin went and won a Super Bowl, they'd be like, they weren't his players. They were the ex coaches' players. You know what? Maybe that fan thing. base wouldn't do that because they'd be legit. Like, <laughs> you know, actually be really the only coach that I would ever and like that would ever bring in instead of Mike Tomlin that's in the league right now. And people like challenge me on this um, because they might think there's other coaches. There's, there's two, maybe Sean McDermott, but the actual coach I'd bring in is Sean Payton and Sean Payton ain't coming to join the Steelers. Sorry guys. He's not doing that. The other thing is while the people keep talking about trading away Tomlin, Tomlin is right now on a, we didn't, I didn't, I don't remember seeing a dollar figure. I didn't know they released it for his last coaching deal. But one of the figures out there was like a $7.8 million deal. He's certainly really? not expensive head coach in the NFL. Like value for money and the Pittsburgh Steelers organization and the ownership. The ownership are not like a lot of the owners for a lot of other, other teams where they've got loads of money coming in. A lot of their money is tied up in the value of the team. So, like, I've even heard a, a piece that talks about as gambling revenues go up and the tax goes up on on teams, in 20, 30 years' time, the Rooney family might have trouble actually keeping full ownership of the Steelers, which is an interesting one for the offseason to talk about. But the thing is, is that you bring in 
if you're going to replace Tomlin with with a, co- a coach remotely of that standard, can you afford to pay the guy? Like it's just it's so I just so don't, ridiculous. Don't understand. Take. It's so ridiculous. Like, oh, it, it, is, it is ridiculous. I don't understand how you want to trade. The Rooneys would trade away a guy that has had never had a losing season. I know the the Tom one haters had all the hate that one, you know, which doesn't make any sense, right? They talk about winning, like win a uh, win a playoff game or win a Super Bowl. How do you win a Super Bowl? You win games in the season. You never have a losing season to get yourself there. So you you don't make the argument makes no sense, right? And all of these Tom one haters make no sense. But Tom one has has the uh, has uh, won 159 games in his career. Right, lost ninety three. He's positive. Why would the Rooney's trade away him? But it's like, like I said this week on Steel's War Room. I said on the War Room show I do midweek on the audio side for BTSC. Tomlin has never finished fourth in the division ever. Really? There you go. Yeah, he's only hey. finished th- third. And it's like two or three times in like sixteen plus seasons. Like, think about that. Like, you've got to think about that if you're not a fan of Tomlin. You coach for that long, you've not even come fourth. That's there are some good. coaches that have only won the division two or three times. There's some coaches that never win the division. If he can sneak away with this one, and they still got a chance as well, I think Carolina is like a 50-50 game. Actually, a lot of these games are pretty 50-50 because Kenny Pickett will be out. I think he's out now. But if, if yeah, Tomlin can yeah, sneak away and get and get uh, nine and eight, right? And with nine and eight with this squad and have a chance for the playoffs, they're a one percent shot. They're, they're, they're really they they can they're not mathematically out of it. But think about that. All the Tomlin haters, what did you really expect? You know, and, and and it just doesn't make any sense. The more I think about it, it, it always happens after a loss because it won't happen now if they win this game, then we'll be quiet again. But there's no way they're trading him. They're not firing him. He's on contract to 2024. The only way that he walks away is that if, on his own doing, which would be in 2024 or after that season. That, that's I, do think, I do think the pressure dials up next season a little bit, depending on how they finish. If he, if he starts losing and stuff like that, but it's not going to happen now. Like, you know. But I do, I mean, to me, I know they just made him DC. I would be, even if you just want the draft picks, I would be in three seconds after the season, It, I would punt Terrell Austin and I'd put Brian Flores in as the DC. I know they I mean, keep they thinking have... he'll get a head coach, but I, mm. I don't, I don't care. Like you can find a DC in this league or if Terrell Austin's, you know, still sitting there and go back to like, I wouldn't even care if you went back to him. I just think it's smart franchise stuff. Like I, I, I think Brian Flores should be the defensive um, coach. All and then even if even if he left to go somewhere else to be a head coach, you could pull a top quality defensive think- assistant somewhere else and bring them in. Like I, I don't think that's an issue to me. Do you, but do I, you think that's enough shakeup to say let go of Austin and then and then let Brian Flores, you know, take full control of the defense because the defense has been pretty bad this year as well, right? Is that enough? Is that enough shakeup right there? The thing that the thing that it's. It's interesting, and I do want to get an injury report in the game, but this is really important stuff, particularly given the Steelers are like one loss away from bye-bye to the rest of the season, as the title says, and it all goes sour. Pretty right? much. I know that I like sit on this, um, I wave this banner constantly, and I really, I know you've been crediting me, not just on BTSC, but on other shows as well. I said all off-season, you needed a top-quality cornerback. Somehow, how can you run a Terrell Austin defensive back secondary led defense instead of a like um, Keith Butler led linebacker defense Mm. with sacks? And especially with TJ Watt like injured uh, like a little bit last year, you saw the impact now. You've been injured a lot more this year. How the hell do you run a Terrell Austin defense and you have? 
the average quality of like cornerbacks that we have, it does not make sense to not have a number one. So if you don't have a plan to get a number one, whether that's free agency, trade, draft, mm. then I don't understand the point. Yeah, you know when we I, start, we started the year. I mean, I, I don't, I just, I don't get the, I don't get the point of having Terrell Austin lead the defense. It doesn't make sense. Well, we started the year off with like Caleb Witherspoon and Levi Wallace was on one of our uh, pickups, but he wasn't the big pickup. Now I was excited for those two fellas because because Witherspoon ended really strong, and Wallace was a, a turnover machine in Buffalo. But other than that, you're right. We didn't have we don't have a quarterback number one, and they've been like injured. But or, they're all uh, really good. If if Wallace was your quarterback number two, if Witherspoon was your quarter cornerback uh, number three, if Jackson was your quarterback number three, and he's just not worth it with the cap hit, and he's got to go. I, I I get it completely. Like great, and Sutton as well to as your flex secondary player, like what Kazee's doing. If you've got two flex players, even better if you keep mm. Kazee. But you don't have a number one, and and it's blatantly obvious. And 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 Brian Brown in the live chat says, you know, draft Joey Porter. Look, I'd love to see the legacy Joey Porter. I know Mark, you put out a show. I think it was on Steel and Asian about this this week. But Joey Porter is not the best cornerback in this draft. And Steeler fans hated when Terrell Edmonds was drafted. If you draft yeah. him in the top 15, he's not a top 15 pick in this draft. So I'm just, I caution everyone on doing that. Early in the it, second with the 34th pick or whatever it is that we got from the Bears, completely <laughs> agree, but not the first round draft. Um, it, it, he's not worth the, that. The show was with uh, myself and State. On, uh, oh, yeah, the State of Steelers. That's right. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. I was trying to remember. So, who so da- Daniel brought up, it works for BGC too, right? He, he, he brought up the saying that, um, to Daniel's credit, he, he said, um, we need to find bloodlines. So, like, like you know, because Tom likes his legacy players that are connected to the team. So, yeah. of course, we've got Haywood. You know, will, will Tremaine Edmonds come in to, to be a middle linebacker if that ever happened? Um, you know, and then Joe Porter would be the guy that, that, that Porter used to play yeah. for Steelers. So, you know those kind of things are cool. But that's uh, why I thought they should drop. They should have drafted Asante Samuel Jr. or, um, I think even J.C. Horn had a family member that played in the league. J.C. Horn obviously playing for the Panthers. I think he's injured at the moment. Um, you know, like that, that's why I thought they were going to draft Asante Samuel Jr. because I just thought he was like what he did in the league. I thought that like that's a Tomlin player, right? But going back to it in terms of Austin, I just the the problem that you've got though is if you move to a linebacker-style-orientated defense, which is where Flores, if you consider his background, more aligns with. Mm. I brought up before, with on, on either we were talking before we went on air in one of, the, before one of the shows in the last month or two, or it was on the show, the fact that what you do with Highsmith is really interesting because Highsmith's in his last year next year. If he goes and gets another 10 sacks next year, can the Steelers afford to pay two pass rushes with what they're giving mm. TJ Watt? That's a big deal for an already the most expensive defense in the, in the league. However, will Cam Haywood be at, at the end of his time retiring? That sort of thing. You know, do you draft a good defensive end this year in the draft so that you don't have to renew Ogan Joby? Like, there's all, and you've got Leal there. Like, there's all these other questions. But what I mean is, oh, if you pick, if you pick Austin. You need to you need to find a top cornerback somehow and invest whether it's high draft pick high high you know um, cap expenditure there through free agency. But if you pick the other way and you go back to the other way, you got to make a decision that's going to cost you a lot of money around the around the outside <laughs> linebackers. So it, it it's pick your poison, <clears throat> but whatever you do, you got to be sure it's working. And I'm not sure what we're doing now is well. Actually, I'm, I know it's not working. So I tell you, I tell you what, it sounds like a busy off season, doesn't it? Right? 
We thought last but, year was busy. We thought all <laughs> that was busy with the um, you know, the cap, so much the cap lowering of the cap. This year will be even. This will be nuts. Luck, lucky our season's over. No, it's not over yet. One percent chance. You tell me, there's a chance we can win this. We can still go. I, I, we can go to the Super Bowl. I reckon. You heard it here first. Yeah. I mean, look, I back, back to Brian Brown as well. Like I, um, you know, I am a fan of Joe Porter Jr. I just don't think he's a top fifteen pick in the draft. So, you know, right, so you don't want to overreach, overreach for him. You want to get him in the right spot, kind of like where you know uh, Connor Haywood kind of fell to us. Right, that's kind of cool. He's playing really. Yeah, well, like look, well. Connor. If you drafted Connor Haywood in the fifth round, that would have been like, oh, it's just Cam Haywood's brother. But sixth round and beyond was a fair. If they didn't pick him where they picked him, he would have been gone by the time their seventh round draft picks came up. One hundred percent. People like the idea of the flex of Connor, but he's played well, man. I think he's played a real, you know, real uh, integral part to this offense. I thought he's been improving every single week. Physical, uh, getting more involved. I just want to see him used. I want to see him used. The Steelers don't use what, like, I know they line him up in the formation that way, but he's not the a traditional fullback. So I just think it's a waste of cap. I know you're getting rid of a blood. They've used him more this year, though. I would just move Connor Haywood to a H backy fullback tight end hybrid. Like I just call him the the hybrid role, right? And like then you've gotten room on the roster for another tight end. I think you need another vertical tight end, not just a blocking tight end. And as Gentry is pretty much a blocking. Isn't Gentry vertical enough for you, mate? He's like six foot seven. Yeah, no, I mean like I mean like a OJ Howard or a, ah, okay. someone like that. Or if you Yeah, but they've used what a little bit more than last year. Like not a lot, but they've used him on fourth yeah, down. Look, like man, that. like Sims is our third string wide Like if, if you if Calvin Austin had been in this lineup, like I don't yeah, know, like just true. from the receiving game, like they they I'm very cynical on how they're actually using what. That's like full stop. That's just my thing. So Yeah, what's well, gonna be um that's what I'm saying, the off season's gonna be really busy, but we're not not there just yet. Not no, big. we're not. And so I don't want to be all down and sour. Um, injury report, as always, I promise I won't share any frustrations about the listings. Kenny Pickett, doubtful, limited <clears> three <throat> days. Something in my mind still says that he's a chance at playing, even though that's doubtful. Yeah, who knows if, though? If he was if he was definitely gonna be, or they'll let it go to the down to the wire. If he was definitely out, I feel like they would have set it by now. Unless they're playing yeah. silly, unless they're playing what we'd call silly buggers down under, like, you know, just to muck around. Well, Mike Tomlin never tells you what he's doing, ever. He's really yeah. secretive about his stuff. So he doesn't, you know, hasn't even told who's going to be number, who's going to be number two yet. It could be Mason, could be, uh, could surely be Mitch. it's Mason. I, I, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to be able to watch this game if it's Mitch again. Yeah, it's pretty rough. What were your, what were your overall thoughts with the, the, the three picks? So what was the progression of like getting angry, you know, from scale to one to 10? How'd it go? You know, every time he threw one, they get worse and worse. So to me, it, did. Uh, it was pretty explicit. It's not, an, it's just not for a family show. Well, it's pretty just, bad, wasn't it? The third was one, at the point of the third one, no, like, yeah, that like, one's bad. How do you? Third one's how bad. You, and the audio listeners can't see this. I'm literally got my head in my hands. I, I, I don't understand how you can make that throw. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just. First, it was you, first and ten. Like, how do you predetermine like that in the league? <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Like, how do you? Do, but, but, and the three picks weren't they on? Weren't two of them on second down and one of them on first down? Or was it? No, there were, there were two on first down, one on second down. One pick was a tw- from the twenty three. Right, right. right. So, like, but, but that that in itself. Yes, pretty bad. How you you don't need to force a throw? Like, throw it oh, out. 
throw so it too high. Like, like throw it through the goal, <laughs> like throw it through the goalposts. Like, I, I don't know, like do something, but don't. Yeah, it was bad. I, One was I from the, the 19 over the middle to Muth. I think, and the other one was from 20, yeah. 20, 26. And the last one you talked about, the 46-yard line on the opposing 46 was the one to the safety, where the safety played it so well, like as a normal safety would, and had about, what, five-yard separation for the ball, like an overthrow, and it was done. It was really bad. So, yeah, I'm the same. I, I would rather see Mason out there. I, I don't think Mason, to be honest, um, has gotten a fair shot all year. I know, I know, I, I think they've really handled the quarterback situation really, really funnily. Like but all I would work. do if I was Tomlin, like just to feed off that, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this. I'd be going to Mason. I'd be saying, Mason, it's your job this week. Trubisky's proved he can't do it, right? I know that your deal comes off. We're going to, we'll, we'll move Mitch, or we'll, we'll look to move Mitch if you can prove it in the offseason. He doesn't, he wants to be in there for a starter role somewhere else. Mm. You've seen Kenny. I want to make you my Charlie Batch going forward. Well, I just Why think not? for the next two or three years, Why not? we should just have the simple thing of Mason or Kenny. And even if Kenny went crazily down or did an ACL, God forbid, and Mason wasn't the guy, deal with that problem then. But I, I honestly, I just think Mason knows the system. He's proven he's got like, he's a mature guy. He's got a decent arm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you wouldn't just Experience. and you know what's still fans we don't have to worry about quarterback we just focus on building the pieces around him and Mason proved with enough pieces around him he's fine like he'll win you three or four he'll win you through you know 50% of the games that he plays in if he only has to play three games a season or whatever for Kenny on average yep. fine like and you invest in the defense Mason's not going to cost you more than seven million a year like I, I don't know why you wouldn't do it Here's a question for you. Do you think the Pittsburgh Steelers this year ever had a true um, outlook at number one? Because I don't think they, I don't think they did. They never knew who the number one was. No, no, and and I think that's a double-edged sword, right? Because on one hand, I think it's hard to figure that out when you don't know necessarily fully Kenny's progression or not, and not wanting to put too much pressure on you, want to like not blood him, and and the hope that Trubisky does really well, so Kenny can just you know, marinate, if you like, on the sidelines and learn and get better. But at the same time, not knowing how efficient or what the Canada offense is really going to look like, to not have picked one person and being able to stick with them, almost something terrible like really happened there, I think was a problem. I Look, I, I said it during the preseason. I said it before we went the season. I know Jeff Hartland, the, the senior editor of BTC, said the same thing. Kenny Pickett should have been the guy. Right. But hindsight's 2020. Hindsight's 2020. But that's why I think you look at it now and you go, like Trubisky's not staying on this roster. He's not. Yeah. We're not going into 20. We're not going, regardless of what the cap hit is to him, if you can get, even if you got a, a third round pick for him or a fourth round pick for him, you're trading him or you cut. Like he's not here. So that's why I would just sit there with me. Like, but if I was Mason, I'd go, or should I go somewhere else where I get a starting role? Like, look at Baker. Like, he's right. on his third team. Like, yep. you know. Um, but also, I've heard people, I've seen a narrative, I don't know, it was on the Arthur Moat show or something like that, where, oh, do we bring in a Joe Flacco next year once Trubisky and, and Mason grow? Okay. What? I, I know. But they were talking about veteran quarterbacks. <clears throat> and who you'd bring oh, okay. in. Why would you want that? I don't know why you would, I don't know why you wouldn't say, even if it's just for 2023, Mason stay, that's who you've got. Like, I... You know, and as as the guys as some of the guys in the live chat say, you know, Pickens would love Mason. 
I think Mason, like even the, the getting free, free move the ball with Mason, like I know like Vance McDonald um, had a couple of good catches off Mason. I think if I, if, if I'm correct, I Mason through, you know, I, I just, yeah, I, I think Mason should be the number two. That's a good point. So, so move on to, from Trubisky next year. And Tomlin says, you know what? We're going to make you Rudolph our guy for number two. That solves our backup. Uh, give him the contract or whatever. And then have Kenny as, as a rookie in the starter, right? That's easy and I've done. got a, I've got an article on BTSC. People can find it from two years ago about Steelers fans being harsh on Mason Rudolph. It was written right before he played that game against the Browns. So yeah, two mm. years ago, almost you know wow. literally. And maybe it was no, it wasn't last year. And if you actually go through what Mason had done at the time, and he know he didn't win that game due to Baker, you know there was a. Um, I won't swear, but there was a ridiculous um, play in that game that a call in that game from Baker Mayfield about a pass interference that let them go down the end in the end and fourth quarter and win it, basically. But if you look at that game, like before that game, Mason has definitely never had the love that he deserves. He's never been given the system to work properly in Pittsburgh. What he went through in that first year was unbelievable. He was never he was never ready to start. Like that was never going to be, in, and that's why he was third string. He didn't even have a proper quarterback coach. All these different narratives. Um, and I wouldn't sit there and say the Seals have done wrong by Mason because this is just life in the league as a professional football player. Right. He's also made like millions of dollars. <laughs> he doesn't have to worry. Mate, he's got the best seat life. in the house, mate. He doesn't he doesn't dress on Sundays and he's got a free game. Best seat like, in the house. But he wants to compete. And you see it the way he talks to the media. Like you see him just you, you can see it in his face. Like he's just like, I want to compete. So honestly, I um yeah, I, I just think that that's the way they should go. But anyway, getting back to the injury report, as we like to do, um, Najee Harris, full practice, game status not listed. Um, Cameron Sutton, full practice, uh, Thursday, Friday, not listed. He had a next thing, I think he plays. Miles Jack, doubtful with a groin. That could be really interesting for the Steelers. Um, it's also a little bit like, why I'm really in some ways frustrated they didn't take a linebacker earlier in last year's draft because I think it would have been really good to see with like Bush not playing that great and like with Jack potentially having injuries as he gets older. I would have loved to have seen him had a guy like a Chad Moomer and then seen how he did, but I think they'll address that fairly early on in this year's draft. Um, but Splane is really playing for a contract here or in Pittsburgh, uh, here or elsewhere next year. So if he steps up into the game, he'd be good. I think the Steelers like him and they want to keep him, but he, this is a game where he can prove that. Um, Freemuth did not practice Wednesday, Thursday with a foot. He said, I think I, I heard that he said that he injured that early in the Ravens game, limited on Friday. I think he'd play. Maybe they limit his role. Um, maybe he just becomes more of like a decoy um, in the offense for Canada, but let's see. Larry Ogunjobi did not practice Wednesday, Thursday with a toe, full practice Friday. I'd assume he'd play. Josh Jackson, Jackson, cornerback, ankle, did not practice Thursday, limited on Friday. I mean, he's a role player for them or depth piece on defense. Maybe he doesn't play, maybe he does. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Deontay Johnson, hip, did not practice Thursday, limited on Friday. If Mason plays, Deontay plays. If Mason doesn't play, maybe Deontay doesn't play. Um, well, <laughs> Deontay caught, uh, said he wanted the um, Mason to play. That's what I, that's what I mean, like right. Yeah, like, so I, I reckon there's a good chance he Mason might play. Why not? I, I really Deontay, think, uh, Deontay had a really good year that year. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll pull up the, the stats. The, the, the fan base just getting after Mason is just ridiculous. You know he's got a winning record as well. 
right? And he went through all those troubles too, those, those hits and the Brown stuff. It's like, I don't know. I just want to see. And you know what? If he goes out there and, and stinks to bed, fair enough. You know, but there's a chance that he can go out there. He's been, he's, he's really fresh. He might be a little bit rusty throwing the football, but get the running game behind him. He has to be better than Mitch. Like Mitch threw the game away. Like I know Mitch was going down the field and getting yards and pickings and this and that, but he threw the game away. And I don't, I don't see Mason doing it. Who cares about getting yards? He threw the game away. Like, yeah, it was pretty bad. It's dude, like, wasn't it? But you know what? Remember the, remember when Mike Tomlin benched Mason Rudolph? He said, uh, and why they were picking Duck? And he's like, you know, I, I, I we can't. We can't have him kill us or whatever the phrase you use. Right, and, and it's the same thing with Trubisky yeah, right now. Yep. He's killing us, man. And even He's in the four games, the, the 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 first four games, it just wasn't there. It wasn't there for Trubisky. He's slow. He's he, he reads down one receiver. He, he just just it's just it's so you see him hold the football and you get worried. You're like like there's a few times last week that the Ravens were getting around to the corner to almost chop the arm down and fumble, and it's like. Man, I wish Kenny if Kenny stayed in that game. In my opinion, I I think he would have won that game, and we still have our chances be a little bit higher than one percent. But in saying that, if if Tomlin if Tomlin plays Rudolph, I, I think why not? Because then you are maybe you are testing him out to be a backup, and if you can have him as a good backup, if he goes and wins this game, then you go okay, well, he's more reliable than uh, Trubisky. Send him a few dollars, give him a two year contract or whatever you'll give him a three year contract for a backup. I'm not too sure what you give him. And Kenny, Kenny's number one for sure. Build around that offense, and you have a brand new year. It, it, but also with me. also with like Mason, like you, you've got someone that's used to analyzing teams. Trubisky has so much tape on him; he's so <laughs> figured out by every defensive coordinator because he just scrambles as soon as he gets into a little bit of trouble. He can't make a decision; he always picks the first read. Mason doesn't pick the first read. Mason sits there in the pocket and looks around, right? And people go, he doesn't move enough in the pocket. That was an early criticism. But we were criticizing someone for sitting in the pocket and waiting to take a shot and in his first year and to, and he, to the point he got, you know, and it, well, you and I both agree it was a dodgy hit from the Ravens mm. in that game. But oh, like, yeah, big time. But if you looked at his progression in the games he played the next year or the following year, um, Man, the last five years feels like it's been a blur when you think about Steelers football. But um, mm. it apart from when you're watching this offense sometimes oh. <laughs> in the actual game. But like, but Mason had improved and being quicker and being sharper. He does have a good deep ball. Like, I don't know why. Like, what have you got to like? Honestly, what have you got to lose? That's my. That's the way nothing, I see it. Really, and, and relating it to this game in the context of this game in the season. If you lose this game, season's done. Right? Yeah, we, if we lose, has if we lost lose many out. games this season. How do you how do you put faith in that? You can't. Mm. You're building a house on sand, right? Yep. Yeah. If if yeah, Trubisky starts, you, it's gonna uh oh, it's gonna be hard to watch, I think. Because you, you know you don't know what you're gonna get, but at least with Mason, we we kind of like it's we we we've seen him play before and give the guy a chance. If Trubisky but, starts, honestly, I I you know what I will watch the offense, but I, I feel like I'll just skip through the offense. I'll sleep in an extra hour. I'll just skip through the offense. I mean, go back and look at the offensive highlights later when they actually do something. Because, like, what's the point? Like, and because most of the game is going to be defense anyway, because Trubisky's going to throw the ball away. I missed my, my, my first game in like 15 years was the Jets game because I slept in because I knew Mitchell starting was after that. The, the three bad performances from him. I mean, I generally yeah. sleep in and like because it's like four yeah. or five in the morning. Often I will sleep in an extra half hour just so I can skip through like the timeouts and get to the you know, I can get through the, like, you know, if there's an injury or something like that, but you know, the ad breaks, but we're going to, we're going to see, man. I don't know. I just kind of get a bit frustrated that everyone's going to 
put a lot of stuff on Rudolph, but like he hasn't even thrown a ball this year. And he played looked well in preseason. Um, give him a shot. I would hope that he would just go out there and tear it up and then tell everyone to be quiet, you know. Because he's still he's still fighting in the league for a job. He hasn't got a job next year. That's that's what I'm saying. I would just if you're Mike Tomlin, I'd say, look, Mace, you're the it's your job. Um, if whenever Kenny Pickett's not fit this year and next, unless you know you think you think Tomlin calls him Mace or Rudy? <laughs> what does he call him? <laughs> I don't know. QB two. No, he's QB or two A. Two A. He's got like the two. He's got the two yeah. jersey. Um. But yeah, I just to finish this point, and then we got to go to a quick break for a word from our video sponsor. But like, you look this year at Trubisky, like literally two wins, and one of them he only played half the game versus four losses. I mean, yeah. it's it's atrocious. <clears throat> like, he's thrown a thousand yards in six games he's played in. He's completed literally sixty three percent of his throws. He's got four touchdowns, five interceptions, but they're five like. They, the interceptions that no. killed us, like lost us three games. It, it, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done with the old Trubisky. I, I think, I think he's done. Actually, I don't know where he's going to go if he has a job next year. Ah, oh, surely he's gone, man. Surely they can't stick by him now, can they? Sure, like he's, he can't be a stealer. He doesn't even feel like he doesn't feel like a stealer. Kenny feels like a stealer. Uh, Rudolph feels like more like a stealer than he does. Like he doesn't look like, look like he cares back there. Look, the thing is, the Steelers did the. It's easy to say like we could have used that cap elsewhere, but the Steelers did do the right thing of going and getting the best free agent quarterback they could in the draw in the, right. um, the free agent quarterback, and then get in, in in case you didn't get Pickett, they got Pickett. Like, you know, you can people can criticize it, but like the Steelers did do the right like the right thing. But Trubisky, mm. it turns out, hey, he hasn't learned as much or developed as much behind Josh Allen as what we thought. You know, I, I actually think he's regressed. Yeah, a lot of those passes too in the Ravens game, he was just throwing on his back foot a lot. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. Always, oh, always running around on, on his back foot. First read was terrible. He just doesn't, like I know he was going down the field, but then he just couldn't finish. If, and like what you said with Mike Tomlin, if you, you know, don't kill us. And he, he killed us. Then he lost us. The, the, pretty much it was mostly on him for, to lose that game. And we lost by two points. You know, there was a chance we could have got field goals and TDs and stuff like that. So... I mean, the dead yeah, cap hit next year is two point six million, but you save eight. Like he's gone, man. He's so yeah. gone. Why do you bring that guy back? I'd bring back Mason for that, honestly. You can bring back Mason for six and a half, seven. So, so Mason's on like five right now. Mason gets two million more a year, in more right. retirement money, and you know you've got someone that knows the offense ready to go. That's like, will buy into it. That I, and I actually think Kenny and he could have a really healthy relationship too. Right, so, so the odd one in the mix. Ooh, so to end, to end your point, pretty much, you're saying start Rudolph, see what you have, get him ready for the quarterback number two, and and yeah. pay him whatever, and then get rid of Jabisky and then find a quarterback number three somewhere else. That to me makes sense because then Mason's still a, a Pittsburgh guy, unless he wants to go to test the fragile market and find a team to, to start with. But but who's going to start Mason Rudolph at this point? Well, he's got no body of work the last year. No, so. I'd love, I even if the live chat want to name a name, I, I just I don't, usually you people that can ask me any question, I'll give you an answer. I, I honestly don't know who's done Mason Rudolph. I mean, think about it as we go to a break yeah. here, but I would just say like, you know, Mitch Trubisky's made a, like made like almost 40 million in the league. Like, ridiculous, man. For playing so, like that? I could do that. Oh my God, man. All right, with that, we're going to go to a break for our video sponsor. Name a team that Mason in the live chat. Think about it, like live chat folks. Like, 
think name a team that you think Mason would start for next year, if not being the number two in Pittsburgh. But we'll go to a break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And we're back on Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peverell with Marky D as always. Yeah, Mark Malone in the live chat says, I'm not sure Rudolph would come back. I, I, I agree, but I think if you handled this properly, and maybe they have this week, right? Maybe oh. maybe they have this week and they're just, again, playing silly with the with the Carolina Panthers, but I don't know. I got, the Texans I've got a, or Saints? Oh, sorry. I've got a team. I just spun the random wheel on uh, on Google. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got I got the yeah. Colts. The Colts. That's it. Ooh. Yeah, but I would have said that Mason's a younger Joe Flacco, um, not Joe Flacco, Matt Ryan for them, and that didn't work. So I don't... Who's the Colts quarterback now? Is it is it Matt Ryan? Well, he's no? back there, yeah. But he's, like, he's, I thought he was injured. No, I thought he was... Yeah, then they went to Sam Ellinger, and then they put Matt uh, Ryan okay. back in. Maybe he's injured again. I, I don't know. I've been off that, off that one. I mean, Eric Askew says Texans or Saints... But again, with the Saints, like uh, they've got like Dalton. I think they're drafting is a he, quarterback. Is, is Rudolph the franchise guy though that that teams want? Probably not, right? What do you mean the franchise guy? Like you know, they always talk about the franchise quarterback building to get the franchise. The Kenny Pickett's a franchise, the next franchise guy. You got Mahomes franchise. No, no, like, yeah, yeah. And Kenny Pickett. I'm um, sorry, no, Kenny Pickett is. Um, Mason Rudolph's not. But that's why I think Mason Mason is a chance to start elsewhere. But God, like the thing is, we've got a rookie quarterback who's going to their mm. second year in the league next year, who is mobile, right? That means that he might get banged up a little bit. And and you and I have talked about this before, yeah. of no quarterback. I mean, I said, so I said no yeah, quarterback in Pittsburgh Steelers is going to play um, 14 games like this, this season. Um, but I think you can't bank on the way the league's going with a quarterback. I mean, I don't think you ever can anyway with like injuries and stuff that they're going to play every game. And that's why I think if you said to Rudolph, like, hey, we need you ready to start three or four games. And mm-hmm. as Steel fans, you sat there and you thought, okay, can Mason win us two or three of those four games? Yeah, he can with the right pieces around him. Good to go. Easy. Yeah, I think so. And, plus and defense, build the infrastructure around them. Build the, mm-hmm. build, don't focus picks on, on and money on quarterbacks. Lock Mason in for two years and build everything around him. And then... If Kenny Pickett's injured and Mason loses a bunch of games, well, you know, all the crowd out there that like tanking can can get a high draft pick and all be hunky dory with it. But at least we won't have committed $15, 20000000 million or even $10 plus million to a backup quarterback position. Right. Well, who else would the, who else are going to be a backup quarterback anyway to Kenny Pickett next year? Because when you think about it, don't you just go with what you know rather than what you don't know? 
And what you know is is, is Mason Rudolph right now is your backup. Correct. So we, you took you take another risk, bring another guy in that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I'd rather. And hey, if, if, if yeah, I mean, people will yell at me for this, but honestly, if like. <laughs> If Mason Trubisky are both gone, Trubisky's gone. It's too, it's too expensive. You wouldn't like. I, I don't know. Look at a Carson Wentz. Or the the like question that. in live chat: Joseph Brown says, "I'm only trying to make a case here for Mason, but he's terrible. No other team wants him. I don't think he's terrible. I really think he's. I think he gets a real bad rap. I really do. The guy sat behind uh, Big Ben for so many years. He came and did his job, and then he got injured with the the, the helmet hit, and he got hit in the face with uh with El Thomas. I think he hasn't been given a fair shot, to be honest." Um, he's got a nine, a nine and seven record, nine seven and one record, I, I believe, as a starter. Uh, he can play football. He can move the ball down the field. Sure, there's been picks and stuff like that, but all quarterbacks go through that. I don't think he's got enough enough rap. I mean, like enough uh, chance in the NFL. The reality is, though, it's Pickett, Trubisky, or Mason playing quarterback this weekend. If mm. Pickett's not there, I know who I want as quarterback, and it's not Mitch Trubisky. That's what I'm yeah. saying. And then maybe and I'm just saying if you yeah. and if you go back to what my point was before, is if Mason plays well in this game you, and and he gets another shot before the end of the season, then you just say he's number two. What this is what Craig says to from Facebook after Rudolph being pushed to number three, I don't think he would want to come back. What if he doesn't want to? He doesn't want to be a stealer anymore. What is you know what? Well, yeah, but he's on a five million dollar deal. What I'm saying is, if you paid him an extra two million a year and made him stay put for two years, would like. Do you sit there, just Mason, and go, I'm going to go play and chase my dream of being a quarterback in the NFL? Would you sit there and say, hey, I'm making $7 million a year, to be, and, I'm, and I've, they've said to me I'm going to be the number two behind Kenny Right. Pickett. So you want, you'd want you have to have structure, right? You don't want to have structure where you know you're Yeah, and then they say maybe we're going to use a late-round draft pick on a on a quarterback, on a prospect. Then fine. I'm not mm. saying you just start him this week and then you keep him. I'm saying it's like, Mason, we're going to give you some shots in the final game of the season. Um you know, even if we're yeah, out I hope of he plays it, I hope he plays and tears it up. I hope he's the best, the best quarterback all, all out of all of them. You know, the best one. Well, I want Pickett to be the best quarterback. No, I just say this is funny for the narrative because it'd be funny to see like everyone freak out again. Oh my goodness, is it Rudolph over Pickett? No, it's not Rudolph over Pickett, but <laughs> it's be funny for the narrative. I think it'd be great to see him go out there and throw three TDs and and get George Pickens the ball because also go like this is the game we have to win. The Steelers got to win this one. Like even just not for the playoffs, but for like. Just go and win a game. Like, you know, get back on that winning train again. They were doing so well before um, the Ravens game. And they had a chance to win that game too. It could have been three in a row. So, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, I just... It's just funny that, that this is where we've got to. Anyway, on the, um, the only other player on the injury report was um, Cameron Hayward, who did not practice on Thursday, full practice on Friday. Panthers, Brandon Smith did not practice. He's out. He's their linebacker. Um, he's a, a rookie that I talked about in this week's <laughs> war room. Joel, he ate. <laughs> what are you laughing? At? I can't. Oh, I'm just la- laughing at old Craig here. He said, "Then I'd be confused and speechless if you lights it up." I'd be, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be so happy because it would, it would annoy so. It would, it would annoy the fire Tom and Crown, and it would also annoy the Rudolph haters too. It'd be the best. It'd be the best. Actually, that's a lot of people who should be supporting the team. You know, if you could, oh, I don't know. I won't start. All right. Next no, no, question. Go, 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 go. Well, I'm if you're good. already, okay, a lot of these blokes and, and, and ladies who are like, okay, fire Tomlin. I hate Rudolph. Are you, are you really a Steelers supporter? That's, that's two people part of the team. You know, bench, bench Najee Harris. They're all together, mate. They're all the same people. You know, yeah, 100%. Next question. 
<laughs> Next question. Well, I had, I had, uh, yeah, I found that article from January 2021 where I wrote three reasons. Oh, you found why... it? It's still there. The internet didn't. Yeah, three it. reasons why Mason Rudolph shouldn't get the Terrell oh. Edmonds treatment. They're sitting there on btsc.com. Um, there you go, guys. How many comments did you get in that one? How, how much, you know, who hard? You get I got a surprisingly with? limited amount of vitriol. I only have oh. like 42 comments. Right. This so, guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's from Australia, stuff like that. Uh, like, uh, yeah, people like a lot of people didn't read the article and understand actually what I was saying about the offense and or air raid offense and where he's come from and not being set up ever for success with the Steelers because they've never done anything remotely at that point relating to an air raid offense. Um, so yeah. Well, speaking of the Rudolph show, what are your thoughts on Rudolph in, in the Matt Canada offense? If that's gonna, you know, if that's a thing, is it? Does it, does it bother you that he's that he plays in this offense that he's not mobile enough or whatever? I think it's more if you look at the air raid offense that he played in in college, like it's about quarterbacks. It, it, it's about players finding. It's about the quarterback finding players that are open, and then the player goes and does something, and that's still a bit of the centerpiece of Matt Canada's mm-hmm. offense is putting players into space and shifts and motions, right? Um, but you know. And even though an air raid offense uses more limited amounts of shifts, formations, or motions compared to what Canada does in his system, it I don't think like yeah, can, yeah, yeah, like Mason doesn't fit the RPO sort of style, but perhaps if players are being put into space, it fits. But I mean, this is the thing though, if he truly couldn't play Canada's offense, which is maybe also why he was considered QB number three, although I think the investment in money in Trubisky and free agency and the just general perception investment in Trubisky and the draft pick, um, you know, investment in Pickett meant that he was always going to be QB three, if you know, with the way things have gone on. But if he really truly doesn't fit that Canada offense, then they should have listened to any sort of trade offer they got and then they should have kept Oladokun. So... Yep. Like, and if that's the case, it highlights back to the mismanagement that we've talked about before and what a basket case in a way it is that we've got the Canada offense and so much is being invested into that. It's very hard to, it's hard to make that assessment from the outside. Mm. And I made a mistake too. He's actually, he's not nine, seven and one in his record. He's uh, five, four and one. Uh, hasn't won it. Hasn't won a game in two years, but he had the record in 2019 of five and three. Uh, what is it? It was him in the in the duck show. So, um, hey man, we'll see what that could happen. I don't know. I, he would have won. He they would have made the playoffs that year if he'd started playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. That year. <laughs> Not this year. Um. Anyway, back again to this injury report. <laughs> Uh, the other linebacker was full practice. Um, then they had Corey Littleton, outside linebacker, ankle limited Wednesday, Thursday, full on Friday. DJ Moore and LaVisca Chanel are both questionable, which is kind of interesting because that would really affect their wide receiver stocks. Um, Xavier Woods, the safety, was limited in Thursday and um, Wednesday and Thursday, full practice Friday, but still questionable, which is kind of weird. Maybe it's not pulling up as well as they thought or they wanted to see how he recovers. And Damian Wilson... Um, their middle linebacker was not injury related, personal out and did not practice Friday. He might be out. So I guess the takeaway for the Panthers is they may struggle at middle linebacker or inside linebacker, which would be interesting because they're a full three, um, which might help the Steelers in terms of running the football. Uh, but also their wide receivers look like they might be out. And some of the key wide receivers there, 
particularly guys that are bigger that work, you know, um, can do stuff in the run game. So it's kind of interesting in terms of the opportunity for the Steelers on offense, but a weaker potential offense from Can- from the Carolina Panthers. Anything stands uh, out to you there? Uh, sorry, I, I, I kind of missed all that. I was trying to think of a new, another segment to finish the show. What'd you say? <laughs> just go with the segment. It's fine. It's just one of those days. Sorry. Just go with the uh, segment. Go with the segment. I was, I was like, I want to put you on the spot here. Cause like, yeah, go, I'm, go, I'm, go, I'm looking at, um, spin the wheel app.com and it's got all, uh, 32 teams, right? Yeah. So I want you to choose when this, when the wheel spins around for me and it's, 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 it's all random. I want you to choose one player from that team when I say it, who you would want on the Steelers. So that's yeah, why cool. I, was, I like that. Why How I was, many, are we going to go through all the teams? Yeah. Nah, I can only spin the wheel once. Oh, okay. Okay. Right? That's why I was just distracted. So, all right, let's spin it. Okay. And... Oh, oh, no way. Okay. I could, I could just make it up too, by the way. Yeah, uh, I know. New England. <laughs> New England. What what player would you want from uh, New England on, this, on the Steelers roster? Uh, probably... Um... Like any, any player. Any player. Uh, they didn't take, it wasn't, did they take, I can't remember whether they took Cam Jurgen, no, Cam Jurgen's Philadelphia took, yeah, I'd take Cole Strange, the guard from them. The guard. Or right, I'd take the, or I'd take, don't they, their cornerback, JC Jackson left, they've got another cornerback, um, right. their other top cornerback, his name is a J as well, I'd take him. Right. We're going to spin the wheel again, but this time we're going to send one of our players who you want to go affect their team to be the worst team ever. All right. So okay. pick your worst player on the Steelers. I'm going to spin it again. And whoever okay. we get, you want to send the worst player to this team so they they, they never win a game. I like this spinning, segment. We should do the kick Spinning, going. spinning. And oh, you're joking. That's crazy. I'm not even making this up. The Carolina Panthers. Who do you send there to make the work? <laughs> you made that up. No, I didn't make it up. I'm, I'm spinning away. Um, I'm gonna send them. Um, Bush. <laughs> yeah, it's tempting. Uh, I'm gonna send them James Pierre. Real? I don't know. I think he's played all right this year, man. Some 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 places. He got the interception off. Uh, what two weeks back? I think. Do you know? All right, fine. I'm gonna send. Chris, I can't send Chris Wormley. He's injured. I'm gonna send. Um, oh yeah, true. I'm gonna send. No, no. Who I'm sending? I'm sending Malik Reed. Bye bye. True, so you can make them have no pass rush whatsoever. Correct. Right. All right. I'm gonna one one more segment. Actually, I should have said Trubisky. I should have said Trubisky. Too late, man. Too late. You sent Malik now. Whatever team I want to say you're gonna buy or sell the backup quarterback for next year, whatever team it's gonna be, all right? Does that make sense? So whatever team it lands on, if whoever the backup quarterback is for that team, do we buy them or do we not? Okay, did you have the full We'll no, that, that's your job, like to look to look it up, mate. Oh, <laughs> no, all right, all right. So, whatever team it lands on, whoever yeah. the backup quarterback is, do we bring them in or not bring them in as okay. our backup quarterback? All right, all right. It's the, the wheel is spinning. Okay, let's go. Three, two, four. Oh, okay. Hang I on. like this segment. I really like this segment. Uh, New York Giants. Game. New York Giants. Okay. Who's their backup? Though I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, so hang on, hang got, on. Let me pick it up. Um, well, I mean, someone might someone might say that while I just bring it up. Someone might say that like Daniel Jones is the like should be the backup, backup quarterback. <laughs> um, Tyrod Taylor, yeah, I'm bringing him in. Or Daniel yeah, Jones depends so. who's starting. I'm, who's starting this week? I don't. I haven't been following the Giants, so I don't know. So who's on their roster? You got uh, Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, and who else they have? 
Well, they're the top two. You said backup. What's either one of them? They've been ultimately. Oh, okay. Well, Daniel Jones is the starter, really. I trade Trubisky for one of them, and we'll we'll take and Jimmy. Would you Jones, rather? Would you we'll, rather? And we'll would, take we'll take Quincy Roche and whoever the and the backup is. Would you rather Daniel Jones over Trubisky? One hundred. Yep. Okay. And he probably fits the counter offense better, to be honest. All right. Should we spin the wheel one more time? Yeah. Yeah. No. I want to. Got right. a couple what, minutes. We can spin. What the else could we do? Um. What's a, what's something? What's a question that I can ask for the wheel? It's like that. That. What? What about I ask you for the wheel? Oh, okay. Well, you can ask how, me how does it? What did you search? What do I have to search? Wheel spinner. Oh, I, I can spin the wheel if you want, but you want the you want nah, the. No, you might change it. Uh, it's called is spin it the wheel. Wall? Is it the one on World Wall? <laughs> no, spin the wheel dot app. All right. Okay. There's, a, there's there's a plug for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's oh, like, this is the anticipation of it all is like, so exciting. <laughs> right. Okay. What is this? This is going Christmas. How did you find the? It's on, it's on the Christmas wheel movie spinner. <laughs> oh, no, it's going wheels NFL. You, just don't get blocked or anything. Like don't like any any um you know viruses or anything like that. Uh, but it's like it's like the lucky eight ball. I don't trust it. All right, ask me a question of um which defensive player would I take from whichever team you spin? All right, so you're asking yourself that question, yeah. and we're spinning away, mate. Maybe I'm going to get the virus in a minute too. Hang on I agree, minute. Eric. Oh, Eric no way. It's the Cleveland Browns. Defender that I'd take from them. Easy. Yeah. Um, well, Denzel Ward's on too high a contract, but I'd take Greg Newsom or um, Grant Delpit in three seconds. Not even a question. Right. I wouldn't take Garrett. This, this, this team will never... Okay, right now, if this lands on the Steelers, I'll be, this will be the hex of all hexes. This team will never win a Super Bowl ever again. All okay. right, let's spin the wheel. And if it lands on us, I do apologize. If it lands on someone that doesn't have a Super Bowl like Detroit, it's going to be so good. Oh, sucked in, Buffalo. Yeah, it's Buffalo. They'll never win again. All right. Well, if they don't win one in the next few years with Josh Allen, it, like <laughs> that place is going to implode. Yeah. Mate, I can't believe uh, One you... more. Give me one more. I'm I can't believe this. you swore on, on live TV. Awesome. Actually, do one. Would spin the wheel and would I take the, their starting running back over Najee Harris? Oh, that's a good question. All right. So the wheel of the wheel of Aussie fortune, right? Yeah. Let's spin away. And would then I've got one their... after to close out the show. Spin one. And would I take their offense? Oh. Would I trade offensive coordinators, Matt Canada versus their coordinator? Okay. Would you take the starting running back for the Dallas Cowboys over Najee Harris, which is, is, is Elliot? I'd take Tony. Oh, I wouldn't take Elliot. His contract's too high. I, I'd consider Pollard, man. Pollard's a good running back, and he's he's coming. He's and it, it's it's spicy as well because he's off contract this this off season. Yeah. So, what's your what's your last question? You know what? The only spin the wheel, and would I take the offensive coordinator from that their team <laughs> and trade swap him from that Canada? <laughs> Yeah, I know, just me. I get addicted to this stuff, right? This is what I was like a couple of years ago with mock drafts. Like I was just like mock draft. I used to do an hour train trip into work each day and I'd oh, literally each way and it'd be mock draft, mock draft, mock draft. Like I love it. You should see I me just, trade in a mock draft. I can end up with like 38 picks. You know, not even kidding. I should just share my screen. There's no wheel. You'd be like, what? Yeah. All right. What was the question? I forgot. Would I swap the offensive coordinator for the other team? Okay. All right, yeah. You can also share your results too, but I'm not going to do that. All right, would you swap it 
32 teams coming down the wire. I'm going to need another two. Oh, no. It's the Bengals. Bengals, who's there? But they have a pretty good offense, though. I'd say yes. Depends. Is Zach Taylor called the offensive plays? I can't remember. Uh, Possibly. So you get a head coach, too. Yeah, that's kind of my thinking. Um, Brian Callahan. I don't know much about him. Probably just because they're better. He's young. What's his background? He's been the OC there for since he for four years. He was at the Raiders as a quarterback. Yeah, I pick him in three seconds, man. Right. Yeah, because he was a coaching assistant at Denver back when and offensive quality control back when they won the league. I mean, you know, I mean, Peyton didn't do a lot. Then he was offensive assistant at Denver. Then he went quarterbacks coach in Detroit, um, quarterbacks coach in Oakland. Yeah, like someone that's got background as a quarterbacks coach and an offensive coordinator. Yeah, for sure. Mike seconds. says it doesn't matter what team it is. It's a yes, so it could have been all 31 teams. <laughs> so... All right, guys. Here's one. Here's one. Yep. Dude, spin the wheel. Would I? Right. Would I? Tra- right. Would I trade Mike Tomlin for three first round draft picks and three second round draft picks in the next three years for the coach of that team? Ooh, spins away, mate. Click of a button. And oh, you're joking. You're joking. It's do- it's back to back Bengals. <laughs> that's that's a first on spin the wheel here on on uh, <laughs> TDU. What's going on? Back to back Bengals. Do you want to trade? <laughs> Trade Tom to the Bengals? No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. For Zach Taylor, I wouldn't do that. Right. Not for Zach Taylor. Okay, one, la- one last spin the wheel. This is Maddie's new team. Right. Maddie's new team dead set. This is really, really fun. Maddie's new team. <laughs> um, now. Oh, it's the Bears. Oh, the Bears. You got the Bears, what are you Maddie. About? Well, that's your new team. You're now supporting the Bears. I just made I just made you a new team. All right. Spin the wheel. Okay. What's the question? I'll define the question after you spin the wheel. That's not fair. That's not how the rules work. All right. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Who, and you have to answer as well. Who is your, you'll spin the wheel again for you. Spin the wheel. Who is your favorite legacy player from that team? All right. Then we'll end up after these two. Yeah. This is for you, mate. This is for you. this, This wheel's broken. Oh, Denver Broncos. Oh, legacy player for the Broncos. I, I know mine already. I kind of like the dude. It's kind of cool. Brandon Marshall. Yeah, true. I was going to go with Lynch. I thought Lynch was the safety. Yeah. He was all right. Nah, was but Brandon, Brandon Marshall, like, you know. Bit of a... You think about what AB did with Ben. Like, yeah. Imagine Brandon Marshall. with. He ben. was pretty good. He got like 19 catches in one game, I think. Mate, he, Brandon he was Marshall nuts. was unbelievable. And it's isn't it the late Brandon Marshall? Didn't he pass on? I'm not too sure. Oh, he didn't. No, no, I'm lying. I'm lying. He didn't. He didn't. He, didn't. No. he was coaching right. Bingo in the um, yeah, Same question. What legacy board. player would I choose from this team? The last spin the wheel, because we had two addicted to this thing. It's just too much fun. Uh, but don't give me the Bengals. Give me... Oh, the Browns. Give me the Browns. Oh, it, oh legacy player or any player? Legacy player. Oh, uh, can I say Joe Hayden? <laughs> I don't know the brands. I think, uh, yeah. You know what? Stuff it. Money Manziel. Bring him in. Bring him in, coach. Oh, my God. No, nah, I don't Trubi- know. I don't know. I Trubitsky, don't know. but like no like, maturity whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No more spin the wheel. We're all at No more spin the wheel. We're going to close out this week's show. No more credit. Mark, who's going to win? Are the Steelers actually going to win this game? Yeah, they are. They're going to win. They're going to win 100%. Yeah. Yep, that's yeah. it. 
one percent, one percenters. It's that's what the, the motto for this season. If they can do this, will be like it's all about the one percenters. They're going on, man. They're going on a run. I reckon they're going on a Super Bowl run now. It's now or nothing, and they just need the Jets to lose three times, Chargers to lose three times, and Pats to lose three times, and we're in it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, with that, we're going to close out this week's Steelers touchdown. I almost said War Room. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. I know it got a bit wild there. Just me, you're right. I'm addicted to that game. I probably will keep playing it in my own time. Um, but think about, still, still listeners, even if you're catching up on the audio side, think about questions for next week's show because the spin the wheel is coming back. Whoever I get the spin the wheel, I'll say go that team. All right? And we get three, two. One. Oh, I can't even do it. Just go, go, Ra- go Ravens. Oh. Just say go Steelers. Wash your mouth. Go, out of the go Steelers. Go Steelers. Let's go. Oh, what a way. <laughs>